0: Hey guys, welcome back to Super Moment S. Uh, we are getting into the bottom third of top 300 games. We're well into the 90s, um, not to be confused with the best time of Nickelodeon's lifespan. Uh, <laughs> joining with me today is still fine, it's still crib, and uh, how you guys doing? Doing pretty good, doing alright. Alright, so we're actually coming back from a break for my latest episode of the series, so if you're... Keep it on track with this top 300. Uh, we're a little bit more refreshed now. Yeah, <laughs> we're ready to quite go so again. Not so
1: burnt out. So. Not yet, anyway. No, we'll yeah. see how we are by number 75. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's pick up where we left off, and we're now at <clears throat> up to number 94, which is Pokemon Gold and Silver, the Gen 2. Yes. Uh, Finn. <laughs> so,
2: uh, my copy of Gold, I it was my first ever self purchase of a video game. I used my mom's eBay to get it, bid it on it, won. I was super excited, Yes. won the game. When I got it, my parents asked me where it came from. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they figured it out. But they, they didn't say anything. They, they just let that one slide. Um, and I can remember plugging it into my Game Boy Advance, which is a super good thing I had because the save battery had died. The battery and it was dead, so I couldn't save the game. Was
0: it the Game Boy Advance or the Game Boy SP? Oh, Game Boy SP. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Yep.
2: Um, Splitting some
0: hairs. I yeah. Think. Well, it, it it does mean it, it does matter. I've heard this story before. Spoiler. Sorry. Go on. Okay.
2: <laughs> but so I couldn't save the game, and so what that led to was me leaving the Game Boy SP plugged in, and never letting the battery die, so I never had to shut it off, so I could play the game out and the game.
0: What a cool looking nightlife. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so and I yeah I, and I played it. I beat it. I think the Game Boy was plugged in and turned on for a couple months until it finally forgot months. to plug it in one night and it just didn't survive the night.
0: Now I don't know if you know that you obviously know that um. Final Clutch, Heyman's brother mm-hmm. um, he's a massive pokemon fan and -hmm. there's 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 like a lot of the lore he's into not only that but there's a lot of like little fun facts he can throw out and he is someone who i see as like the biggest pokemon fan i know Mm -hmm. now when i ask final clutch cookie um what is your favorite pokemon title he always says gen 2 i
2: can i can understand that i really enjoyed it i mean i've played Gen three emerald way more and yeah. that will always be my favorite because of how much I've played it. But Gen two's up there. I really enjoyed it. So right.
1: have you good. played the DS remakes? Heart Heart <sighs> Gold and Soul I Cyber? haven't. No. no. Okay. Alright. I was gonna just ask if like the modern visuals make it as appealing as emerald was because i feel like that's probably part of that no maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs>
0: i'll have to find out yeah um so it's at 94 uh finn would you put it higher
2: <laughs> skyrocket yeah
0: it's, which number give me a little number
2: uh, it's i would say top 20 yeah, I, would, that's I would same yeah. yeah
0: i mean gen one is more my bread and butter fuck. yep yeah <laughs> yeah for sure yep <laughs> We're moving on now to number 92, which is Metal Gear Solid. Now, Metal Gear Solid as a series, um, I'm, I'm thankful for like how Metal Gear Solid 5 has been. I feel like that took a very positive turn in the series. But if we're looking at Metal Gear 1 for the PlayStation 1, have either of you played that title? No. So mm-hmm. I dabbled with, um, it was a game sent out with Metal Gear Solid 1. Well, they were released at the same time, ish. I think it was a uh, Metal Gear VR missions, and there's just loads of mini games, and you know, have these specialized missions. And I think this what what really drew me into it was the graphics. No, <laughs> <laughs> what really drew me into it was there was this mystery mode where you would you would come onto a crime. Like, you'd start in this room in a crime scene, and there'd be someone dead, and you'd have to walk into another room, there were three suspects, and you had to decide, like,
2: who had done Did the it. crime.
0: Um, the first thing that was cool was, if you couldn't figure it out, you couldn't just walk in the other room, guess who it was, was it the guy on the right? No. guy in the middle? No. must be the guy on the left. No. They switch it. So it's always random as to who it is, so it, it makes you really have to stop and figure out who the actual culprit was. Um, my favorite one. This is a little spoiler, I guess. You spawn in the room. There's a dead guy on the floor, and there's a popsicle stick next to him. You walk into the other room, and now oh, the popsicle stick. Yeah, it's eaten. There's no like juices anywhere. It's just the stick. Just the stick. Just the stick. So just the stick. And you walk into the other room <laughs> to the tip. three suspects, and you have to put your character into first-person view to look them in the face. And one of the three suspects will not have a foggy breath like the other two because the body temperature is lower yep and you just had a popsicle
1: that's neat yeah so that was <laughs> yeah that was like
0: and then that got me into metal gear solid one obviously the ninja dude is awesome i still don't know his name but raiden raiden is it and, maybe sure um <laughs> Hideki kojima is fantastic and the series is fun uh should it be on the list yes should it be at number 92 that's the year I was born. Sure, that's a good number, but I think I'd put it higher for nostalgia purposes alone. Anything you guys like to add? Nope. Good. Nah. All right. Snake well. should be in the next Smash. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I hate cut characters. You're talking to uh, Finn over there who lost his mane. Oh. Rip Snake Mane. No. Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the fact that they weren't in the Wii U version was an
0: abomination. There's a reason for that, and we can talk about it later in the list. Uh, Moving on to number 90 (laughs) is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Do either of you have anything to say on that?
1: Nope. I played it for about five minutes, and it felt good.
0: Um, There we go. It was a lot of fun. It was good to play when I was at home with no internet. You know, it was a game you could really just uh, dive into. But I had a girlfriend that Drewski, my older brother, didn't like, and the PlayStation 2 was, quote, his, not mine, and he told me I wasn't allowed to play San Andreas unless I broke up with my girlfriend, so I called her on the spot just so I could play, and <laughs> on the phone, I said, uh, hey, Kristen, uh, well, things are fun and all, but my brother doesn't want me dating you, and said I can only play Grand Theft Auto if I break up with you, so I'm breaking up with you, and she kinda, I could hear her shrug her shoulders in the phone yeah. and say, okay. <laughs> It wasn't bad, you know? Sorry, lady. It was probably a good thing. Little Thank you, you Juisky. I that
1: she was trying to play San Andreas as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. Um, great game. I love Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> we'll get to it again later in the list. Number 88, we have Kingdom Hearts 2. Griffin? Oh, yeah. So,
1: Kingdom Hearts 2. I remember waiting for this game. It was the first game I waited for to come out since I got my PS2, which I got for Kingdom Hearts 1. It's awesome. Um,. I don't know. So, it's kind of an old series now. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, what, like 15 years ago? So, the novelty is worn off, but if you can take yourself back to that time period, and you see Cloud standing next to Disney's Hercules, it was such a <laughs> surreal experience at the yeah. time. And then the whole thing opens with this poppy song, which is really nice, and this kind of deep cinematic, which... The cinematic at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 still holds up. It looks phenomenal. It could stand next to Pixar's animation, which is something remarkable for a PS2
0: game. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Um, and just as far as being an RPG milestone as a franchise, although, I don't know, it's not really an RPG. It's like a action game with RPG elements. Right. But, um... Oh, it's a really
0: good franchise. I have a friend, the soccer buddy, uh, JB. He would. That that was his that was his game. You know that was what he would always yeah. talk about when we ever spoke video games. And I've wanted to dive into the series. I've yet to. Uh, Finn, was there any relation um, with you in the same game? Same thing.
2: I've wanted to play it, but never yeah. have. Always <laughs> new.
0: Um. So. Kingdom Hearts 2, is that 88? Is that a good number for you?
1: Well, so the weird thing with Kingdom Hearts
0: is it's difficult to say if the first
1: or second one actually deserves to be on the list more. Because they're kind of different games. The second game refined, like, the combat from the first game and refined the elements that it did keep. But the first game incorporated a lot of platforming and exploring elements that just weren't there in the second one. But... If I were to put a Kingdom Hearts game anywhere on the list, it would be a top 25 game. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. All right. Fair. Uh, Moving on now, we have a game I know Finn is familiar with. It is number 87, Earthbound.
2: So I'm familiar with this game, but (laughs) only because I've played it on... uh,
0: (laughs) The NES classic. Yep. Super, uh, Nintendo. Super Nintendo Classic, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Same old. Anyway. Yeah, I, was, so I
2: was letting you say that so I wouldn't mess it up. <laughs> when I, so you
0: were with me, as you as you all heard in the Nintendo Super Events podcast. Yeah. Um, Finn was joined with me on the day I purchased it, and that was the game that you played solo on yep. the SNES Classic, and that was also a game I remember coming home to, you being at my place playing that game. <laughs> and, which is awesome, you know? And it, it got you in that much. And it, it's all... That all spawned from Super Smash Brothers, because Ness is your main. Because yeah, you
2: unlock Ness. Ness and you're like, Who new the heck main is he? Because <laughs> yeah. And, and I really enjoyed it, and it it made me consider getting the system so I could play that. Right. But at the time, I was just like, "Oh, I'll just come over to his place and play it." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: now, if you do want to get a hard copy of this, you know, if you want to get the <laughs> a real copy of Earthbound for the Super Nintendo, don't make me sad. It's a two hundred dollar price point. Yeah and that's
1: that's a loose messed up cart yeah that's i it. sold my cart for 200 had a sticker stain on the label <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez. so yep. it's a it's a great yeah. title um there is a fan base it, to me the ness in like earthbound fan base mother fan base is like uh-oh similar to sonic's fan base <laughs> no no? No. What do you think?
1: Well, I'm just rejecting anything bad you have to say about the Earthbound fan base. Yeah,
0: are you a part of this fan base? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> so what what do you have to say about Earthbound?
1: Um, Earthbound is perhaps one of the most phenomenal video games ever created. Really? Um, it's technically it could stand to be improved quite dramatically. It's definitely a, a kind of a relic even when it came out. The the whole battle system, the menu system, is very archaic, and okay. that could be improved in a lot of good ways. But the characters, the story, and the setting are, are pure magic. Um, if it weren't for the brutally difficult random encounters, you would be playing Earthbound with a smile on your face the entire time. Well, should
0: I try it? Yes. That's too bad. Uh- <laughs> You're an abomination. <laughs> I have tried it. And I emulated it on a portable media player I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I just. You, you know, it's you're actually. It's not based. Exactly. It's, it's
1: extremely my... difficult to emulate because a
0: lot of times the save doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I encountered. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but.
1: It's See, fun. And it's a,
0: it, it's a big title. It sure is. The battle
1: system is that. It is kind of boring in a lot of ways but if you read the text the text is hilarious the text is fantastic there's lots of charm right off the bat yes awesome. um the character enemies and their sprites are very awesome hold on a second when you say right off the bat nothing okay go on I was hoping there was a punchline in there for you. There
0: is for everyone. If <laughs> I, no, even I know that. You did
1: half a now, joke. You were like right off the bat. That's a Ness reference, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't come up with a punchline. I was. Ho- <laughs> he,
2: he was leaving it to us. I think to come up with the punchline. Right, yeah. Our moment. <laughs> Goddamn nerds have no fucking humor. Um.
0: So. <laughs> The him. sprites and the artwork yeah, alongside there, there's the writing.
1: Lots of charm, um, and the character designs they come up with for your common enemies are just so out there.
0: I can appreciate that like, about any game. There's you know? one
1: enemy which is just a kid being electrocuted. And he's just a <laughs> skeleton with a bunch of sparks around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now this is why now I don't think it's on this list, but Undertale? You know well, Undertale is kind of like Earthbound 4 like it was originally an earthbound fan game i think see that's i want i've been wanting to get into undertale and we had discussed it earlier um i think this might have been off podcast how i want to play undertale when it comes out for switch but then you were mentioning something about uh, going into the system files on your pc oh yeah with the this is this is spoilers for anybody who hasn't played undertale stop listening but the uh
1: <laughs> Now, I haven't. I spoiled it for myself. Let's hear it. But the final boss kind of screws with your game and, like, kicks you out and causes the game to close and you have to delete some files and whatever. It's kind of... um, If anybody has has heard about the stuff with Doki Doki Literature Club, that's kind of ripping off what Undertale already did. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) I think that's... You know... Outside of the box kind of stuff. Ah, oh, man,
1: I can't <laughs> well, remember. It's this very meta. Me, but...
0: Um, in yeah. fact,
1: well, Earthbound is a very meta series to begin with, and then Undertale, even starting <laughs> as a fan project, was free enough to go completely
0: off the rails with that kind of thing. If we put this podcast back on track, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say we're,
2: we're we're slow moving today. Eighty-seven. Well, it's yeah, it <laughs> is Earthbound. <laughs>
0: it is. It's eighty-seven on the list. Would you guys give it that rank? Um. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying
1: way. to decide where I can put it without creating ire from... from people Finn? who like other games and people who like Earthbound. Yeah.
2: <laughs> for for me, I, I haven't played it enough to really have a right. good sense of where it should be. I really enjoyed it. I would like to play it more. It's one of those games that, like, yeah, I want to play this, but uh, I'm playing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would probably jump it into my top thirty.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: fair. Um, Riven. I, before I give it a rank, I do want to say that if anybody, like uh, Saxy, has tried Earthbound for maybe like an hour and thought it wasn't their cup of tea, I started Earthbound maybe four or five times before I sat down and was like, "I'm gonna actually play it this for, time." To invest in it. Yeah. Yep. And once you get out That's of on start. it, once you get out of on it it picks up and okay. you start getting into the groove and even if you don't like the battle system you start being like i can appreciate what this is and as far as games go i'm gonna say that earthbound and i don't i can't speak for the other mother games but earthbound itself is a top 10 game for me awesome okay well, all right i will listen and uh lucas should have been named snes
0: <laughs> okay Moving on to number 85 is Rock Band 2. Do either of you have anything to say on Rock Band 2?
1: Nope. It's just like every other Rock Band guitar hero. It's a good time. Hook
0: it up to a big screen and smash some buttons. Yep. I I enjoyed the singing of all the things in Rock Band. As Finn could guess, driving anywhere with me. (laughs) Um, But I remember one day... My older brother had all of his friends over and we were playing and we were kind of passing it around. And I was like, mom said, it's my turn to be on the Xbox, too. He's like, all right, you can sing. <laughs> you know, he, So he gave me the microphone and there was like a long break at the beginning of a song. And I remember one of his friends say, you should beatbox right now. And I was like, you're right. I should. And I grabbed the microphone, got real close. And I was like, boom, boom, chuck boom-boom-boom-chunk, like one of these 50 Cent songs we all listen to, and I remember his other friend saying, wow, that fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> stop beatboxing. Okay, so that's what I have to say so about Rock Band. Did you lose, or did it give you points? Uh, it was just there. <laughs> so, take you to leave it. All the friends decide to leave it, and it's still one of those things that keeps me up at night. Why did I do that? <laughs> Should it be on the list? No. <laughs> Moving on. Would you
1: put just like a shared guitar hero rock yeah absolutely okay, i mean yeah. this
0: whole series has been fantastic it was kind me. of
1: a uh phenomenon yeah in the mid-2000s and it's still
0: very satisfying to watch someone stream it if they're a high level guitar hero player yep. oh well, my especially goodness. the custom songs. exactly yeah i love it's yeah okay moving on we have number 83 which is shadow of colossus and this is the ps2 make in 2005 this ps2 make Yep, it's not the, uh, well, it's not the remake.
1: It's the PS2
2: make. Yes,
0: and uh, is it the PS2 model as well? Yes, it's also the PS2 version. Shit, yeah. (laughs) That's what I meant. Yeah. Have either you
1: played it? I've only played the remake. I haven't. I've had it for like 10 years, and it's like, play me,
0: and I'm like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go back to Castle Crashers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Now, Shadow of the Colossus was loads of fun on the PlayStation 4, and I, you know, I don't feel, I don't have anything to compare it to with the PS2 version, but... Well, have you played The Last it, it Guardian? It gave you a... No. And, okay. But I've seen gameplay of it, video game donkey stuff. Well, it's and, the same studio.
1: Is it? Yes. Cool. I can see that. Oh, man, wow, yeah, <laughs> So totally. I was going to say, you know, how do, how do they compare? Because, like, Last Guardian, I think, was started as, like, a spiritual sequel. Okay. I think the idea is that, like... Um, all all of the studio's games are kind of related in one way or another. They're like the same series, but not really. That's
0: awesome. So. I like that. Kind of like Disney movies are all related?
1: Um, <laughs> I think Disney is much more loosely... See, okay, okay, so with video games, you can at least say, well, the mechanics make this a sequel to this. Okay. But you can't do that with movies, because movies don't have game mechanics. That's true. Yep. All right. But yeah, if you want to get into the Hercules is related to Ariel, and they're all related to Tarzan, and that kind of stuff, I could go all day. Sexy.
0: All right. So, <laughs> Shadow of Colossus, uh, it was very good at making you feel like this tiny being against... I don't know what word am I looking for. Colossus, I guess. Like (laughs) it was against these titans, yeah. And you had to attack on them. (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) All right, continuing on. It was awesome. I mean, you have to figure out how can you climb up and hit the shiny spot on their forehead or the back of their neck. How can you get on the titan and attack them? Yes. (laughs) How can you attack on the titan?
1: Okay. (laughs) Wait. So, um, with the sense of scale, which is the whole point of Shadow of the Colossus. And it's also kind of the whole point of Breath of the Wild. Which do you think did it better?
0: Colossus. Like, if if I'm fighting... Well, if you're talking the Ganondorf fight... Well, I'm not even talking, like, the creatures in general. In
1: Breath of the Wild, you have these huge environments. Yeah. And in Shadow of the Colossus, you have these huge enemies. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Breath of the Wild... (sighs) I mean, it's a very hard comparison. Uh, right, apples and oranges kind of deal, right? Yeah. Cause well, I'm just asking the specifically the. Yeah, I can is, eat them both, but which Both, one do both I games want to make you feel small in a big place. I, you know, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> number one, perfect. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Along with four other games, I'm just asking, like, which
1: one gives you that sense of scale and right.
2: awe? I would say Shadow of the yes. Colossus because yep. you have the ability to quick travel around Breath of the Wild. Okay. Right, so, and that definitely yeah. saves you the time and yeah.
0: visuals. You know, you don't really have to make it a long journey. Just like Skyrim, you don't yeah. have to make it... It's it's all about the destination, because that's the only thing you're going to fucking see, you know? Yeah. Fast travel. Um, Where Shadow of the Colossus, you have to travel up. You know, yeah. you have to find the path to get, like I said, I, to the shiny I would say part.
2: It's, there's more of a comparison between the size... And the depth between Horizon Zero Dawn and Colossus yeah. because you have to because you've the giant
1: well I guess I'm asking more about like your first impressions like when you come up to a Colossus uh, or when you come up to something in Zelda and that first thought is just wow Colossus I'm yeah, little Colossus. still yeah <laughs> yep okay because
0: yep. you you get the idea like okay I'm fighting Titans or I'm um, Giants yep. whatever but you do feel very minor and that's when you look at the game from that perspective it is you know a top 50 game I, <laughs> top I think when, 30 yeah. even.
2: because i think the big difference is when you're playing shadow of the colossus you actually have to look up whereas when you're playing <laughs> when you're playing breath of the wild it's your camera's fixed out behind you so there's no the scale is yeah, yeah. harder to see
0: right okay so 87 oh i'm sorry 83 is that a good number for shadow of colossus uh, yeah, yeah, I, I could see a top one hundred, um, and I, I'm sure if the visuals were dulled down and it, it says here it came out in two thousand five. Yep. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you if you can get that k- same kind of sense that in that era, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it should be top one hundred. So we're moving on now to a title that we could lose fans or make fans on. Yeah. That's all it depends on what Kriven says because he's the man for this one. We're week. gonna start talking about Thor Ragnarok. It's, uh, 82, Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, Animal Crossing, is, for GameCube, right? Is this this Game is one? for the GameCube 2001 release. Right, because this is the best one. Awesome. So all you City Folk fans can suck it.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you guys.
1: Oh. Animal it? Crossing, oh, you have a question. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, yes. I guess my biggest question is, you know, does it feel like a childish version of Sims? Uh, no. No.
1: No, No, I like Animal Crossing more than Sims. Okay. And I don't think it feels like any more childish
0: than Sims, either. Neither Um, do I. That was a game that, like, my Stony Baloney friends would be playing. Sims? (laughs) No. Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing, yeah.
1: (laughs) Stony (laughs) Baloney.
0: It's their Um. label. (laughs) Sorry, guys, if you're listening.
1: So... So, I don't, people like to be like, oh, this is a childish, game. it's got, it's got gibberish talking animals, it's a childish game, you know, you, there's no blood, and you're not killing anything, and it's like, ah, I don't, I don't know if that's what I would call a childish game, or not. Okay. <laughs> but, um, Animal Crossing is just a game, it's kind of about pure bliss, although it's got this very cynical sense of humor in it,
0: especially when you're talking to, like, Tom Nook. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, Gormu, if you're listening, I think I figured out why you have Tom Nook as your Switch avatar now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What I really liked about GameCube Animal Crossing was that it was also GameCube's virtual console. Because you could collect NES games as furniture and then actually play those games. Whoa. And there were something like 15 of them. Including the original Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda. Could you play the game as a whole? Yes, the Whoa, whole game was what? on the disc. Um, you got Balloon Fight, Donkey Kong One, yeah, all the all three Donkey Kongs plus Junior Math, uh, two Clue Clue Lands, NES Wario's Woods. It was a great time. Oh my goodness! All those NES sports games are there. So it was, um, I think, the first trial at the virtual console. Except it was built
0: into another game, which just made it all the more awesome. It's, you know, I kind of... When I was growing up playing the GameCube, it was Smash or it was Mario Kart. It was competitive (laughs) with brothers and friends, you know? And still to this day, there's a lot of times, like we were just discussing last week in the episode, um, we like to compete. We like to just be playing against someone. And if we know that someone, even better, right? So. I really wish I could have enjoyed that aspect of gaming at a younger age. The Halo campaign did that for me when I was younger, and then there was, like, Tetris. And (laughs) the rest of it, it seems... uh, Spyro as well. Uh, But the rest of it seems like I was really into the competitive scene, and I wish so, I could have had this kind of appreciation now. Then, well, for games. The
1: f- you're getting into that in Animal Crossing. Me and my neighbors would compete, and me and my siblings would compete to pay off the mortgage first. You know? Oh, that's And also, nice. who can fill out the fish? You know, like the pokedex. Who can challenge thyself with Animal Crossing? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> and the first, the first one was the best for this because you could have four players all in the same uh, town, and. Whoever paid off their mortgage first got a golden statue of their character erected by the train station. Erected? Nice. Yes, erected.
0: Wow. Erected?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Nook would polish it up, and it would just be standing up nice and tall and hard up there. Yeah,
0: it was, was it, like, really stiff? Could
1: you lean up against this? Yes, yes Wow. Um. But anyway, so you got an award for being the first person on the file, so there was competition that way. And um, also, you could only donate one of each thing to the museum in the in the town so siblings would always be like well i'm gonna fill up the museum and you're not gonna have nothing in the museum <laughs> <laughs> so there is a little bit of competition you just have to come up with it on your own that's i like that though and i
0: like that you have the ability to do that <laughs> now it's listed at 82. is so that a good number for animal crossing
1: um i would put it somewhere in the 30s i think it's good it was kind of a big game when it came out it's still a big series it's kind of appalling that there wasn't a proper Animal Crossing on the Wii U. Um,
0: we're gonna move on to another title. Do you have any interest on that
1: one? Um, I would just be
0: able to go into its legacy and nothing personal. Okay. Yeah. We'll move on. We'll move uh, Sure, why not? Number eighty we have Final Fantasy V I I. What's that? Seven. <laughs> I don't know, some kind of Greek numeral bullcrap. <laughs> so Final Fantasy seven. <sighs> what what what's the legacy? Let me hear Um, So,
1: Final Fantasy VII. First of all, not only is it a... Keep going. Yeah. Momentous RPG of sorts, but um, caused a lot of controversy when it came out because your group, the main character, the heroes, are terrorists. Oh, okay. The first half hour of the game is a mission where you are bombing a plant which supplies power to the city. Like a fruit-bearing plant? Like an electric plant. Oh, you were you were taking you were knocking out the power grid to a huge city, and this is your intro to the game. Parents nice. did not like this. Why not? Why would parents not like this actively antisocial element in a video actively? game? Yes. Actively, yeah. Well, I have to say that because people think antisocial means like being reclusive, but that's asocial. Antisocial actually means like literally attacking society.
0: Ah, uh, wow, words. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, let's yeah. see there's a lot of compound words that do that for me lately like i've been trying to break apart words i couldn't think of any right now but maybe later in the episode shut one well, out
1: you got what you have got like atheist and anti-theist and people call themselves oh. atheists and then they attack religion but that's really anti-theism <laughs>
0: <See>? <laughs> all right moving on all right we're... so now final fantasy <laughs> 7 at number 80 is that a good number for us um You know what? It's not. Because
1: it's such a legendary title, it has to be top 10. Really? Yeah, and uh, this is as somebody who's only ever played the first hour because I didn't have a PS1 memory card. (laughs) But its legacy alone and its influence on the entire course of video games as a medium, as far as an objective top 300 list, it has to be a top 10 game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, I could see that. Um, We are going to move on to number 78, which is Borderlands 2. Now, have either of you dabbled with Borderlands 2? Uh,
2: No. Played it twice? played
1: multiplayer on the first one and didn't really like the RPG bullet system. Okay. I
0: shoot a thing, I want it dead. Yeah. (laughs) I understand that completely. Um, So Borderlands 2 and the Borderlands series was, uh, I introduced, that was how I brought Krug into modern day FPSs. Was, Borderlands, and he really liked it, but it just drained me, because whenever I would play Borderlands with him, I was not only playing for myself; I was also like playing for him, and I was yeah. telling him what to do. Coaching and okay. teaching how to play
2: new games. And so it was so it's like
0: when you play Monster Hunter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, which is why we got burnt out on it. Now, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Anyway, the um, <laughs> realization. We'll talk about that later. It's I'll give also, you a hug. why we don't play Pikmin.
1: Oh, if anyone out there plays Pikmin. I, I want a Pikmin person to play Bingo Battle with.
0: Now, will we do this online? I wish. <laughs> yeah, right. If, okay. if, hold on, wait, we gotta stop. Anyway, okay, so it. Borderlands 2. <laughs> Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2. Borderlands two. 2. Um, I, I love the humor in it. That helped us a lot. That helped me a lot getting through it. Um, I like my woman like I like my coffee. Really hot and up the butt. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean... <laughs> it's just... That, that, you know, (laughs) is very good. Um, Should it be on the list? Absolutely. Top 100 for me. You know, if I'm being conservative about my vote. Even top 75.
1: conservative about your butt? (laughs) My vote?
0: (laughs) You said butt. butt. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Anywho, moving on. He's usually not conservative about his butt. Never.
0: Uh, We're moving on to number (laughs) 77, which is Arkanoid. Either of you have anything to say on Arkanoid? Nope. Cool cover art. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, like... Pong, you got the paddle, and you're eliminating bricks like Brick Break. Is this the one where you need the paddle you controller? You need the paddle controller for the NES. Now, why is it on the list? I don't, oh, it's arcade. Okay, that makes a little more sense because there's so many different huh. versions of this.
1: Was well, that pe- was a thing with games back then? Was they couldn't just port source code; they had to rebuild
0: the whole thing. Now, Arkanoid to me, it's another Brick Break game. If you're gonna talk <laughs> Brick Break games you have to talk DX ball. Oh, yeah. DX ball I've is... i always called it DX ball. Yeah, so DX ball was a DX ball, whatever you want to call it.
2: First, let me ask, did you ever beat it? Oh,
0: yeah, uh, I think so. I must have because <laughs> I got... Did you go-
2: get to the level that said the end? Yes. Did you get to the levels past that?
0: Must have. I So, <laughs> new game plus. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was created by one dude, right? I don't know the name. I don't either. But he created... Like... Not only was it still Brick Break, but you could get power-ups that would add, like, lasers to your paddle. Get
2: lasers, your um, ball could become exploding and break multiple bricks, you get multiple balls. Or you Starting could get, it, it would familiar. just,
0: it would go, like, you could set it up so that the ball would just travel straight through the bricks and yep. eliminate everything in its what path. What
1: was this on? PC. PC. Was this a web game? Yeah. Uh, Nope.
0: No, it, I had you it had to disc. download it, yeah. I had
2: it on a disc. Oh. I didn't
0: have it on disc, but I did download it, and I Shh. downloaded it a little bit after <laughs> high school at, in like 2012 just because I remembered it. And I remember listening to like some of my favorite Atmosphere songs. I downloaded the whole discography and then <laughs> just <laughs> listened to Atmosphere while playing Dexfall, Fall, and... Fun game. You get all these power-ups within one level, and the next level, back to zero. Yep. You know, you'd have nothing. <laughs> and uh, you really should... Like you have to do that, otherwise this you could just plow through the game. Dexball. So in other
1: words, this game should replace Arcanoid. Absolutely, oh, yes. yeah, <laughs> totally. That's what I'm saying,
2: Dexball was the first game I played with my whole family. All five of <laughs> us played it, and it, the challenge was to see who could get the furthest. Yeah. Right. so I'd sit down, I'd play till I lost, and then my sisters would sit down, they'd play till they lost. My parents would sit down and play till they lost.
0: Yeah, but see, that's. You just hit the spot for me because my father would play with my brothers and I, and we all just knew the game, and we all loved playing the game. Yep. Um, so DX Ball on the list should be there, yes. And if you're looking at it for what you say, legacy, is that the big word I learned today, legacy? <laughs> if you're looking at DX Ball for the legacy, top 50. Uh, I nice. wouldn't put it yeah.
2: higher than that. Yeah. And I just want to say, if my mom got to the end first.
0: But I got to the levels past it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll we'll be sure she hears that. What's uh what's your mom's gamer tag anyway, we gotta I don't figure think that she out. Has one. Moving on now to number seventy six, we have Doctor Mario. Now do either of you have anything to say on Doctor Mario? No. It's a fun game. I yeah. love Doctor Mario it's a fun actually. game.
1: I really love the viruses and I love that they were in the first Mario and Luigi game
0: uh what superstar saga oh yeah i didn't play that so you,
1: so okay in one of the levels you go to an academy and you're just wandering around fighting random enemies and then suddenly dr mario virus shows up
0: nice yep that's cool i always now, thought
1: the viruses should be in smash bros
0: so i do like dr mario um tetris and dr mario was my introduction to tetris and it was tetris
1: like... and dr mario yep were your introduction to tetris yeah so that that <laughs>
0: cartridge that cartridge. Oh, alright, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: I was like, so Tetris and Stop trying to make Tetris. fun of me, dammit!
0: <laughs> so the Super <laughs> Nintendo, I played Tetris a lot, loved it, and then figured out Dr. Mario almost immediately, and I remember, like, l- years past, obviously, I played it young. Um, so do you play any of the new Dr. Mario revisions? Uh, no. No. Have not. Right. I do Puyo Puyo. Yeah, yeah boy! Yeah, Puyo, Puyo Tetris, I mean, can't help <laughs> myself, but... So Dr. Mario, I remember playing in high school, having a friend over watching me play, and I had clogged up one side. I did level 20, the max level you could you could play on. And I clogged up, like, the whole right side of the screen, and I had to build up from the bottom. Like, I had to swoop around the left side of the screen, come around, build right. up. And he just looked at me the whole time was like, I, I would have never thought of it that way. Like, you know, and he That's was...
1: your Tetris kicking in. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. The little problem-solving, how can I work around that? <laughs> um Should Dr. Mario be on the list? Absolutely, I think. i say,
1: uh, I played Dr. Mario 64 a lot more than Dr. Mario, and the cool thing about Dr. Mario 64 that the series has gotten away from, I think to its detriment, is that in Dr. Mario 64, you could play as either Mario or Wario, and they had different story modes, and Dr. Mario 64 was set up like a versus puzzle game so when you destroy, you, you know, you get a combo destruction on your side. You send things. You send viruses to the other side. Very
0: similar to the Tetris in uh, the Super Nintendo battle mode. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A lot awesome.
1: of falling block battle modes. Yeah. yeah. But um, I always thought that was really cool and it made puzzle games a little more
0: engaging for me to yeah. have a story and these little characters dancing and all that. That's fantastic. So yep. this is Dr. Mario for the NES um it's placed at 76 i I would
1: it's been the same game for every time yeah it's pretty
0: i I would put it uh 75 (laughs) top 75
1: i don't know where i would put dr mario uh i actually might put it kind of high on the list yeah it's uh well we, we were talking about like the top four puzzle games or top five before and dr mario is like the top three puzzle games for me so um maybe 50 deal yeah
0: sold (laughs) finn anything to add to that no i think that's that for me oh no you didn't just say (laughs) what you said i couldn't resist resist. so (laughs) it is we are coming to the end of this series or this segment of the series and um we're going to be going on to one of the greatest number in video game history but we can discuss that at the beginning of next episode uh kriven Thank you again for joining us. No problem. I'd like to record with you again in about five seconds. Are you down for that? I don't know, man. I don't know if I can make it. Okay. <laughs> Finn, is there anything you'd like to add? <laughs> no, I think that's that. I feel like this episode's missing something, but I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, always happy to be here, guys, and appreciate the time.